Good morning. It is Monday, February 14th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. Hope everybody had a great Super Bowl Sunday. Fellas, quick pivot today, and you better be ready for your Valentine's Day stuff. So put the wings away, shake off the hangover. If you had a great Super Bowl party, go pick up some roses, nice cards, some chocolates, whatever. Uh, speaking of relationships, Auburn and Brian Harson probably are not built to last at this point, but they're going to run it back for 2022. It's not quite staying together for the kids. It's staying together because Auburn couldn't find enough dirt to justify letting him go for cause, which would nullify a a buyout of upwards of $18 million, which is just not possibly affordable. I mean, it, it could be affordable, but you don't want to have to pay that after paying over $20 million to buy out Gus Malzahn and his assistance after the 2020 season. As Brandon Marcello tells it, and he's about to join us to, to talk about Harson and Auburn and everything else. But as Brandon tells it, this is just another day for the Auburn community. Boosters wielding a ton of power, nobody able to get on the same page, everybody chasing glory or this idea of glory while top rivals like Alabama and Georgia are becoming well-oiled machines. And well, I mean, Alabama already was, but Georgia now has arrived at that point too. So it's a tough time for Auburn. The schedule shakes out in 2022 to the point where they could start off 5-0 and perhaps, which would be great for Brian Harson's job security. But the way it ended in 2021, five straight losses, it could end that way in 2022. And if that buyout's lower, Auburn will probably be hunting for a new head coach in nine months or so. So here's Brandon Marcello talking about the steps Auburn and Brian Harson must take to make this thing work another year. The College Football Daily will be right back. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Okay, Brandon Marcello joins us right now. Brandon, I love what you wrote. A victor finally emerged in the Brian Harston versus Auburn clash, and it was billable hours. Tell us what happened. Yeah, it's drama is no no secret at Auburn, and a lot of secrets at Auburn like to come out and and be shown in the public realm. And you know, for whatever reason, a lot of times it never realizes into something tangible at Auburn. And in this case. Auburn's administration decided, hey, let's investigate Brian Harson's program. And uh, they didn't get anything out of it. 
and Brian Harson is going to remain the coach. And instead, Auburn's got a black eye in the public realm, and they paid lawyers a lot of money to investigate and question all these people, and nothing came of it. And once again, it's hurt. It's hurt Auburn. It's hurt their coach. It's hurt their administration. It's hurt them publicly, and it cast doubt about just how much this program and this administration is actually going to support their head coach and Brian Harson after goodness gracious, very publicly showing that they were trying to find a reason to fire him. Yeah. So to your point, like they were definitely do, uh, digging for dirt to, to oh, try yeah. to offset that $18 million buyout, similar to the to Tennessee situation last year. If you're Harson, I mean, I guess you're glad to be back, but this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. And it's terrible for someone who's got to go on the road and recruit after not doing so hot in the recruiting trail anyway. How do you counter that when you already had miles and miles to go and now you've been derailed? You don't even have a car to drive. I mean, it's, I don't know how you rebound from this on the recruiting trail. And this is a very pivotal time. I know people always say, hey, this comes at an inflection point, pivotal time. But really, that class I've been told from people is that, let me say this, the recruiting cycle here in in the state of Alabama for the 2023 class, this might be the best they've had there as a state in about 20 years based off the coaches I've talked to, high school coaches around there, and some recruiters from other programs that go into that state. And Auburn was having a difficult time even being in the consideration list for a lot of the top 20 kids. They weren't even visiting. Auburn had a junior day a few weeks ago, which is one of their biggest recruiting weekends of the year for their Auburn-Kentucky basketball game. And I was told that two kids showed up. They almost had to cancel their junior day. That is just terrible. And one of those kids was apparently a commitment. So Auburn is in a very bad spot for a lot of reasons, but mainly it's recruiting. Recruiting is the lifeblood of everything. We know that. And until they fix that, I mean, Auburn's not going to be successful no matter who the coach is. Well, to your point, and I I love that you made this point. I uh, was feeling frisky on Friday. I almost replied to a a tweet from Chris Hummer, decided not to. He was was saying, you know, it was already difficult enough to recruit for Auburn, to recruit against the Alabamas and Georgias of the world. I was like, brother, they weren't weren't recruiting against those guys. This just makes the battles versus Tennessee. Mm-hmm. In South Carolina and Mississippi State, that more that mu- that's much more difficult. And you look at their 2022 class, 19th, and it's like I mean, we saw that we see this every time a, a coach gets lame duck status. It's just impossible. The next cycle, the 2021 season ended horribly. You wrote early last week. It feels like a few months ago about the assistant coaching a never ending spin of churn. I don't even know where they would possibly go from here. I looked at the schedule in 2022 and. It's kind of like last year. It started with two easy games, and then you have a huge game week three versus Penn State. I feel like they could maybe win that one, but it's hard to see this thing lasting that long. And and that makes it like a big picture Auburn situation, which doesn't remind me or reminds me a little bit of big picture Texas. Brandon, why is it? Why are the boosters so messy there? It's always been like that. It's an inherent problem. It's in their DNA. And here's the other thing. I mean, I covered them every day on the ground there for seven plus years. And there's so many other things that as a reporter, you're almost forced to chase every single day that has no legs because these boosters and these power brokers are always putting putting their agenda out there and you don't know what's true and what's not. So you have to go waste time chasing stuff down. It's it's one of the worst like barber shops in the country. Everybody's just sitting around there spreading rumors and talking gossip, you know? 
It's terrible. And it's and it's people trying to leverage. They're trying to get power. They're trying to find the right time to strike. It's like fantasy football for them, but in real life. And it's it's just bad. It's toxic. But here's the other thing. It's also why they're successful. Because sometimes it's almost like shooting your shot. Sometimes Sometimes the ball goes down. Sometimes you're right and your decision works out and you make it. And that's what happens at Auburn. It's just, it's just that they, that they just try way too hard, way too often. And there's way too many personalities and agendas out there that really it's a, it's one of the more, I mean, listen, I would have to cover every single team on the ground for seven years to compare it properly, but I can't imagine a more toxic booster circle than the one at Auburn. And uh, I feel bad for the everyday fans that are at Auburn who have to deal with that every day because there's literally rumors going on every single day. It hurts the program. And a lot of times it leads to nothing. And that's exactly what happened here, except this one was actually made public. When you wrote about the the plans or the the steps that that need to be taken here, and it's, you know, Auburn needs a new family plan talking about the boosters in that situation. And then Brian Harson must evolve quickly as a recruiter and a person. I think the undercurrent that I get is for Auburn to be stable. If the booster problem never goes away, you need a coach. You need like a Nick Saban to say, guys, cut. I think it's clear though, that like, they're just, they're not going to be rallying around Brian Harson. It just feels like we're going to be having a similar conversation in less than 12 months about the new coach. And there's the thing, Brian Harson's actually trying to do that. He's telling those guys, listen, it's my way or the highway. We're going to run this thing the way I want to. I'm I'm the big guy on campus. You're you're not going to push me around. I'm not going to kiss rings. I'm not going to give in to all these boosters wanting this or that, or want, I want this coordinator, that coordinator. And he's proven that just during this investigation. I mean, you see a statement he put out. He's, he reiterated again, you guys need to support me. Everybody needs to get behind me and believe in what I'm doing. Otherwise, this isn't going to work. And guess what? All, the Auburn boosters have no interest in doing that. I mean, they could hire Nick Saban tomorrow. And Nick Saban, I don't think, would be there longer than five years, you know, because I don't think they would even rally around a guy like that. There would be someone somewhere out there in the Auburn booster circle that would try to undercut him or do something to to hurt everything. And that's just, that's terrible. That's too bad. But that's the reality of the Auburn boosters. This is this is recreation to them. They, they take sports seriously, but a lot of them just don't have the right ideas in mind. And it's amazing to me that some of these guys are so successful in business, considering how they treat the Auburn football program or the Auburn athletics program. And listen, if you're an Auburn fan, you better hope that they don't all of a sudden start taking a big interest in basketball because goodness gracious, they could ruin that in a hurry. Well, that's scary to think that not even like a Bruce Pearl, well, you mentioned Nick Saban as well. Those guys wouldn't be able to to weather that. And maybe Brandon, when they hired the guy from Boise State, they they said, this guy's going to come in, bow down, kiss our rings, the SEC, the SEC. And he hasn't done that. Last question for you. It feels like we know what's going to happen. It feels like you know the buyout's just going to go down a little bit next year. And Auburn's probably not going to win over eight games. I don't know. Any any grand non-booster takeaways? To what, <laughs> what, you know, Do they win 10 games and say, save, the, save the season, save the job for Brian Harson? Are we just... You know, we're we're doing the obituary by November form in, in 2022. What do you think? Well, I, to be quite honest, I think the schedule actually sets up pretty well for them. They they open the season with five straight home games. 
and then I think they go to LSU or, or, or not something like that. Uh, I'm probably actually I'm incorrect there, but they do they do start the season with five straight home games, and they legitimately could be five and zero. Oh. And yeah. if that if that happens, there's going to be so much storyline of Brian Harson's really rally this team or whatever. But the back half of that schedule is really going to tell the tale. But don't be surprised if Auburn comes out next season hot and wins five straight to open the year and they're five and oh and maybe in the top 15 or even top 10 and we're talking about brian harson maybe repeating what tommy tuberville was able to do in 2004 after jetgate when auburn boosters and power brokers tried to get bobby petrino hired and uh, had a plane waiting on him and that didn't work out because it was called out publicly and tommy tuberville returns and leads Auburn to an undefeated season in 2004. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't think it'll happen this year for Auburn. But guess what? They could start 5-0, and and we might be talking about the, the potential for something crazy to happen uh, as a big turnaround in year two of the Harson era. Yeah, five straight games at home at Georgia, at Ole Miss, consecutive weeks, mid-October. That'll probably decide decide the, the season, maybe decide the fate. Brandon Marcello, good stuff. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks to Brandon Marcello for joining us. 24-7 Sports National College Football Reporter. Follow him on Twitter at BMarcello. For our producer, Lance Glenn, my name is Trey Scott. Have a great Monday. We will talk to you on Tuesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. are focusing on the brutal slayings of four college kids. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. This is the start of something major. Follows online detectives as they unravel the mystery of the infamous Idaho College murders. There's plenty of places to hide a weapon. And turned it into a social media phenomenon. Where are the roommates? This is a huge night. from you. Hashtag Cyber Sleuths. The Idaho Murders. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.